10 seconds. <laughs> We're live. Dollar Dog, you crushed that sound check, by the way. You're going to have to do it live. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was looking to see if they got to the red. What number is Gab? Well, there's sound check right now. It's child hello, sound hello. Gab is number two. Oh, yeah. I am number one. Number one, number one. One's good. Two. Should I turn her up a little bit? Check, check, check. One, two, three. Gav's loud on the mic. Yeah, go up a little bit. Oh, we're live now. We're live, baby. All right, Chris, talk a little bit. Talk a little bit. Yeah, he's good. There we go. All right, let's go live in three, two, one. It's time. Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio. Presenting the undefeated, undisputed, Heavyweight podcast of the world, the big play, Reflux Town. Welcome to the Big Play Reflog Show. What is going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Happy Victory Monday. I'm your host, Big Play Dave, alongside two of my favorite people, Gabriella Cruz in studio and Mr. Chris McNeil. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing? Good, Good Dave. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'm, do- I'm doing fantastic. I-, I didn't remember that this Victory Monday is a winning streak, Chris. It is. You You and I were at the first game where it kind of kicked this off, right? We were. Yeah, we were. Watching us beat up on Tampa Bay and what was a weird game. And I thought, hmm, wonder if we'd see a game like that again. And sure enough, we saw an even weirder game. <laughs> it <yesterday>. just keeps <laughs> getting weirder. Gab, right. how, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good? Uh, yeah, McNeil, you're, I got to say, your memes were, I was over at my friend Lily's house. She actually works for the Browns and... Um, the whole game, oh boy. the whole game, I just kept, <laughs> I just kept obnoxiously, I hate to blow you up like this, but I just kept laughing at your memes and showing Lily. I'm sure by the fourth one, she was like, all right, I get it, Gab. <laughs> Were these the Baker ones today or is um, this no, in this game? No, this was at the game, okay. the in game. I can't even off the top of my head remember them, but all I was like, look, he just doesn't miss. <laughs> they were pretty good. Well, that is very kind of you. Yeah, you inspired me to make a meme, actually, and none of you guys acknowledged it, but it's okay. Except for, I think, maybe Dave. <laughs> oh, I missed it. What, what was it? Was it, was it, was it, it was like a Drake meme. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. One of the classics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the like, and then the... <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Please, uh, Nick, we'll make sure we get that as a show clip there. Gift, we'll gift Gab there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a full show tonight, so let's kick it off. We're going to kick things off with Cleveland headlines brought to you by our friends at Shack News. Uh, then we'll have a Labatt Blue Light with James Rapine, our old buddy mm-hmm. down in Cincy. He used to be a Cleveland guy up here. Talk a little Battle of Ohio. 
and finish up I'm the worried. show. I'm worried. Not to cut you off, what? but I'm kind of concerned about that. About what? James Rapine coming on the show? No, the Battle of Ohio. James Rapine is fine. The Battle yes. of Ohio concerns me very much so, Dave. But we'll, we'll talk about we'll that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we're foreign overs, Joe Burrow. I'm not that worried. I know. I, I, know. I think James Rapine's going to be more worried than we are. Probably <laughs> doesn't make any sense why that would be, but I think that's going to be the case. But we will talk to him, and then we will finish with some big play bets previewing this browns Bengals game brought to you by our new sponsor Tipico, the exclusive sports book of the Big Play Network. Let's get it going with some Cleveland headlines. Cleveland Headlines is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is your go-to site for video games and more. Check out their Shack News Holiday 2022 gift guide for gamers. And remember, you can join in on all the discussions using the Shack News Cortex and subscribing to their Twitch channel. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at ShackNews.com. All right, guys, so the Browns won again yesterday. As I said, that's what they call a winning streak. Beating Houston, um, pretty wild game, kind of a weird game overall. Chris, what was your just, like, when you, so we, when you were watching the game, what was going through your mind? <laughs> because it was just such an odd game. I can't remember a win that felt, like, so deflating. Because I can't get over myself, I was thinking, I told you so to everyone. Well, like, yeah, you actually did. To be fair, we I won. Said, oh, I know. I know. But everybody was saying that Deshaun Watson is going to come in and be the savior and it's going to be like flipping a light switch. I was there one were of them. so many people that felt that way. And I was like, I, I cannot believe that he's just going to walk in here after not playing for two years and just be magical. And uh, we saw a very, very bad Deshaun Watson out Oof. there. Gab, if you had to if you had to grade Deshaun Watson, what would you what would you give him? Well, what was his? I did see him run rating? a few times. That was pretty nice. You can tell that he was just like he. he I think he just the game. He remembered how to run. He remembered how to run, so he was <laughs> yeah. at least like relying on the tool that he was most confident in because you could tell he was not confident in the speed of the game or his. We were talking about it a little on the Coastar show today, but just his footwork and obviously all those underthrows, he was just like very uncomfortable looking. So those were insane. I'm going to say C. Yeah, I I, I'd go D. D. I'll go D. Okay. I was going to say a C is very charitable. You can tell what kind of teacher happy. I was. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <very> <laughs> nice we, we go from Baker Mayfield just habitually overthrowing people to now Deshaun Watson habitually underthrowing people. Mm -hmm. So. Chris, like, at least I, Deshaun can run a little bit. Yeah, so like I honestly like we've been through so many horrible, horrible quarterbacks. I don't remember a quarterback like ever being that off. And I know like Baker would always sail the ball, but maybe it just looked worse because it was like a reverse sail where it was just literally 10, 15 yards in front of the wide receiver. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Or the on? one time did you see when he was like he forgot to let go of it? Yeah, he, yes. he was mixed up in his head okay. or something, and he just threw it straight on the ground, basically. I don't We've know. had he... a lot of bad quarterbacks. <laughs> and Dorsey. Maybe I just I mean, wasn't expecting it, and I expected it in the past with all of the Bruce other ones. Radkowski. I mean, there's two right there that were just unbelievably bad. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, he just needs more reps. It really makes sense to me when I think about it, though. Like he he hasn't been able to jump in at that speed with this team. It's just on the outside, it's probably so easy. I was one of the ignorant, naive people, Chris, like who thought, well, he didn't forget how to throw a football. He's still going to be like medium good. And I thought he I was thought. not medium good. No, he forgot. <laughs> he forgot how to throw a football, evidently. That, that was just weird. I, I expected at least our offense to score, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You get special teams TD, you get a pair of defensive TDs. I. That was pretty incredible. If we would have gotten that play out of the defense and the special teams with Jacoby Brissett, we'd be sitting in a totally different situation right, right. now. In terms Agreed. Of yeah, now, we would be feeling a lot better. Let me couch that a little bit to say it was the Texans. They could be one of the worst teams I've ever seen on the field, and I've seen a lot of bad Browns teams. That team that we saw had no business being on an NFL field, and if you could not overcome what the Browns were doing, and we were just fumbling all over ourselves, then that just shows you just the the level of just suspect play that they're at right now. That's true, but um, how far – what was some of Chubb's stats from the game? Anybody know? Because it seemed like they were shutting him down, and I was surprised by that. He had 17 carries for 80 yards. Okay. Right by the way, I didn't even cost. introduce Dollar Dog oh, Nick. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, Nick. Put yourself on there. I am here. I even got, you have a producer shot, so <laughs> I want I want full frame Dollar Dog. There, there, he, there is. he is. All right, there he is. Give him a round of applause. You can follow him at Dollar Dog Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my Twitter handle on here. Shoot, well, it's it a up. great Twitter, so we better say it. Wow, he's really loving it. himself. <laughs> I threw him way off. Just let it let it clap all, all the way. Right. <laughs> and then while we're, while we're waiting on that too, I have Deshaun's stat line up here. 12 for 22, 131 yards, one interception, no touchdowns, one sack. So That's a forgiving stat line. It was way worse yeah. than that. Yeah. Well, he was right up there with like Baker's last game. There were a lot of people circulating that. that his, his total QBR or whatever the rating is uh, was right there with Baker in his last game. So. Yeah. All right, anything else you want to say about this game? There's a lot of weird shit that happened. How about DPJ? Oh, DPJ, that was cool. awesome. That was cool. I think that was, was fabulous. It was yeah. only the second punt return for touchdown this year in the NFL. And Chris, we've always talked about, oh, we need a burner. He outran everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He yeah, looked he like did. in Mario. What's that thing where, where you hit the, the arrows and then it makes you super fast? Yeah. Mario Kart? Yes. That was pretty cool. Like, he really took off. Speed, yeah, speed something, yeah. The, the speed boost? Something like that. <laughs> It, it, it was really cool to see, too, because the NFL has tried so hard to take that out of the game. And, you know, in terms of returns, you don't see many punt returns, kick returns. That just doesn't happen. It's the return so game yeah. is not what it used to be. It was you know, Josh Cribbs-esque. Exactly. You're not going to have Josh Cribbs. You're not going to have Devin Hester anymore. But for him to do it in this kind of a climate is, is really impressive. And, boy, that, that was a great return and really turned things around for us in that game. How about Tony Fields, too? Every time a linebacker goes down, it seems like one of these guys kind of steps up. Yep. Um, yeah. Phillips had a couple good games when he first came back in. Taki Taki actually looked okay before he got hurt, and now I thought he's, he's had a good season. Yeah, I did too. That stinks. And now Fields comes in. He forced the fumble that Ward scored on, and then he's the one that had to pick six. So he did both of those, and that I mean that's something. I don't I don't know enough to break down all of his plays, but those are two big plays. Heck yeah. Yeah, he stood out. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Ohio State. Then we're going to bring on James Rapine. Um, Chris, I don't think we thought we would be here, but we got the help that we needed. We are in the college football playoff. 
Did the committee get this right? One Georgia, two Michigan, three TCU, four Ohio State. I think so. Yeah, I, I, really I would agree. Do, genuinely. Um, I, I don't think that Alabama <laughs> deserved to be in there for all their complaining. USC loses. that They knew the deal going in, that if you lose, you're out. And so here we are. I think the committee did a good job this year of being transparent throughout the process. I think everybody kind of knew where the team stood and what they needed to do going into those championship weekend and what the hazard was if you don't get your work done. I know people are going to complain about Ohio State losing to their rival at home in embarrassing fashion, and that is all true. But at the end of the day, our resume, when you stack it up against these other teams, puts us in the, the top four, and that's where we're at. Okay, Chris, then a question for you. If OSU beats Georgia, yes, Ooh, that, that would be nice. Does that make Ryan Day's hot seat more like lukewarm? For it makes it like, I would say, like ice cold at the moment. For, forgiven, yeah. right? Is he forgiven for the Michigan so. blunder? I mean, I mean, the tough part is if you beat Georgia, then you're probably going to face Michigan. Okay, and if they lose to Michigan, then in the title game, then no, we'll fire him. Fire him. Wow, you guys are ruthless. The third, of the, year, the third overall, second of the year. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. In Columbus, you don't do that. He still gets another year. But I yeah, think because if he beats Georgia, the, number number one Georgia, and then they he beats or loses to Michigan, you know, it's very. Uh, don't you think, by you the way, for the playoffs, Chris, shouldn't they, like, if they they know one through four, and I know each game is associated with a bowl, but, like, if Georgia gets to a home game against OSU, like, why can't they just flip those bowls so it's it's a neutral site? You know what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. I I don't know. I, I guess you don't think it matters. Do I don't. I don't know. Let's go. Let's I mean, go. Yeah, let's cut through the heart of the South, you know. Um, I, I I have no problem with that, you know. It's just like it's just like the rankings right now. Like you know what the deal is going in, so you got to accept where you're at, and that, I'm that's fine fair. with it. I completely am. I mean, I'd like to see something that's up north eventually. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen unless it's like the MAC going to Detroit, which doesn't count. You know, no. <laughs> in terms of the playoff, they're never going to play it in cold, and I understand that. But it would be cool. All right, let's let's pivot. Let's get back to the Browns because we have the Battle of Ohio. Let's uh, have a Labatt with our buddy James Rapine. It is interview time. All right, live on the Labatt line, we have the publisher of all Bengals and all Bearcats. And the host of Locked On Bengals, James Rapine. Welcome, sir. How are you? Long time no talk. Yeah, long time no talk. I'm well. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. We miss you in Cleveland. <laughs> I was up there. I was up there for uh, the Monday nighter that, uh, well, on this, you could talk fondly of, I'm sure. So I was up there pretty <laughs> recently. It was, nice. it was nice being back for a bit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Did you wear a costume to that game? I did not. Okay. I did. I probably should have. <laughs> but uh, if if you saw my pick pregame, yeah, I probably should have wore a clown costume. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> James, what is it with the Battle of Ohio? Why do we have Joe Burrow's numbers so badly? And do you think oh. going into this game, do you, that has to be in his head, right? All right, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I hate this. I hate that this. Here's what Monday night was. Four no is a thing. Yeah, four no. The right. first two, the Bengals were clearly the the lesser of the two teams. Okay. And the only reason they were competitive was because of Burrow. So I will throw that out there. Mm-hmm. But the past two games, you're right. You've uh, you know the Browns have, have had the Bengals number and, and have played well. You know you throw out the Week 18 game because Burrow uh, didn't play last year. So. Yeah, it's uh, it is interesting, and I, I knew that was one of my my last takeaways as I was walking back to my room uh, after that Monday night game. So it would have been early Tuesday morning, probably three two thirty a.m. something like that. I'm walking back. I'm like, man, this this Burrow Browns thing is officially a thing, whether I like it or not. So yeah, I was ready for the question. It, it is. They, and they <laughs> need to they, they need to find a way to to get a win for a bunch of reasons, but probably the first of which in my book is so I stop getting asked and, and have to talk about Burrow in this Browns block that, that currently exists. Five and oh, James, five and oh. I think that would be nine of 10 in a row against the Bengals. Yeah, and it, it will become even more of a thing, right? If they yeah. beat Patrick Mahomes and they're eight and four and people are talking about them as legitimate Super Bowl contenders and then they lose to Deshaun Watson who could probably not hit the, the side of a barn yesterday he was he was oh brutal, god he looked so. like lamar jackson throwing a football it was it was bad <laughs> super inaccurate <laughs> it looked like me throwing left-handed blindfolded <laughs> no comment no no comment from our side here what it, what what do you think it is about the browns though that gives him such a such a hard time like our defense hasn't been amazing i know they were better last year especially towards the end but the, like this year not that great no, it's it is a bad matchup, and it's a bad matchup for a few reasons. One, Miles Garrett exists in the Bengals' offensive line, which has been better in recent weeks, but they've struggled with Garrett. And when Garrett gets after Burrow, it, it, it makes things uncomfortable. But the other thing the Browns have done, especially in the past two wins, is get up early. So if you get up early and Burrow's chasing points and he has to drop back, and you have Miles Garrett who can make it a living hell on quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks with bad offensive lines, which the Bengals had last year. And I, I think I wouldn't call them bad. And I think they've played much better really since that Monday night game. It's a, a recipe for disaster because the Bengals are a drop back passing team. They want to pass the ball, but you don't want to be predictable and you get a little predictable when you get down early. So game script as nerdy as that is, is a huge deal for this Bengals team when they play a team like Cleveland, that's run first. Okay, you Is there anybody? Oh, you go, Chris. go ahead, Gab. <clears throat> no, I was just going to say, he was talking about the passing, and I was watching a little bit of the um, Bengals-Chiefs game the other day and just how lights out Chase was. Well, he wasn't there the first matchup we had this season. How much of a difference is that going to be? Or hopefully not a nightmare for us Browns going into this game. It's going to be awesome. I was really, really excited to watch Jamar Chase Denzel Ward because yeah. the the one guy, Jamar talked about and he went up against Ramsey last year he went up against Patrick Sertan the second all these different guys on the run to to Super Bowl 56 or in Super Bowl 56 in Ramsey's case and so I asked him we show up in OTAs what, May and I'm like hey who was the best corner you faced and this this is a first time in in the open locker room because of COVID and actually getting to, to yeah. talk to guys in person up and up close and he's like oh Denzel Ward like without hesitation did, so did, he did he say why? I was just I'm just curious because I've I've heard that before and I think I've mm -hmm. seen you tweet that before. Did did he give any reasoning why Denzel's such a good cover for him? 
I, I think technique wise, he's really sound. Jamar's a big technique guy in, in, in watching film. And if you're not sounding your technique, he's not afraid to say, ah, eh, he's got some holes in his game. Even if, you know, the elite athletes uh, in, in high end corners like that, uh, you know, he, he's not afraid to, to point it out. So I think that's the thing that stands out to him. And, and then obviously Ward had some success against him last year, the pick six, the 99 yarder that really set the tone for that game. Uh, the Browns first game without OBJ. What a, what a storyline going into that one. Right. And so that's, that's the thing is going into this one. A lot of people thought the Bengals were going to win that game yeah, and going into it. And then the Browns rolled them at Paycor. And so I'm not going to go into this one thinking the same thing. And I know it's weird and all the signs point to the Bengals rolling, but uh, that might not be the case. But yeah, having Jamar back is huge. And that would be an equalizer if the Browns do get up early. We know how explosive he is. Not having him on Monday Night Football was certainly a factor. It wasn't the factor or the reason the Bengals lost, but it, but it certainly you know paid. Uh, it was a part of it, especially you know with Denzel Ward out, they would have been able to take advantage of that, and they couldn't because Chase was out as well. So the Bengals right now, for anybody who hasn't been paying attention, have been hot very hot and yesterday was like a heat check for them playing kansas city again they've already beaten them twice in a row there's three three times in a row then after yesterday uh the offense seems to flow real well i saw them protecting joe burrow better than i've seen in the past what has been the key to this team that you've seen the last few weeks that has allowed them to kind of gel and uh and put together a run that i think may yeah, result in, in some something good for them for them in this division potentially. Well, the offensive line certainly starts there. It's been such a topic for for years and years. But let's just stick with the Joe Burrow era. You've seen it firsthand. My, you know, Miles Garrett getting after him, Jadavian Clowney, <laughs> and, and him just getting battered in, in these games and taking a bunch of hits. Even when the Bengals were winning, and, and certainly on their their run last year. He was limping at the end of games, wincing, playing through pinky injuries, and uh, he had a, a throat injury at one point. Like it was just, it was a bunch of different things he had to play through, and it was because he was taking too many hits because the offensive line was awful, mm -hmm. and they're not awful anymore. Are they the league's best at offensive line? No, but they're they're certainly much better. And, and Burrow has praised them really since the Monday night game. I would say is when it felt like this offense turned a corner, and. I think that they're they're a much better team than they were a year ago because they're more battle tested. They've had to play without Chase. I don't think they would have overcome losing Chase last year and, and gone three and one. They lost to the Browns and then they won three games without him. I just don't think they were capable of doing that. And so not only did they do that, they've they've overcome losses at corner and defensive tackle. And so it, it's it's been a mixture of things, but I, I just think it's a, a more mature team, a more talented team. They're a bit deeper. And then the quarterback's better as well. I think Burrow's playing arguably the best football of his career. I don't want to say the best because he was really, really good at the end of last season and uh, in the playoffs and the AFC title game against the Chiefs. So he, he's played great in a lot of a lot of situations, but he's he's playing really, really well right now at a, at a high level. Yeah, and honestly, the only thing that he hasn't overcame is is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> That's it. Kryptonite. 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 We gotta, we gotta get those in while we can. Uh, hey, over under, if I set it at 0.5, what would you say unsportsmanlike conduct penalties for Jamar Chase? Under. All right. Very confident there. Yeah. I, it, it was, uh, I think he was excited to be back on the field, and the fact that Justin Reed 
talked a little bit during the week. He had to let him know. But but normally Jamar, and he's had a little more of an edge to him this year, but normally Jamar can keep it pretty buttoned up. Nice. <laughs> well, that's boring. So switching kidding. tracks a little bit, you also <laughs> cover the Bearcats. So you cover college football. What are your thoughts? Did the committee get it right with those top four teams and who's in the playoff? I love that you guys were talking about this pie in the sky of, you know, Georgia. And, you know, I, I live close to Columbus, too. So can't, uh, Georgia losing to Ohio State. I don't know. Is Burrow coming back to be the quarterback? Hey, there's there's a chance. There's a chance. There is a chance. Come on. I'm just who thought? Who thought that, you know, that Craig Krenzel was going to beat Miami back in the day? Nobody. Me. Oh, come you on. Because it was blind faith of a 10-year-old wow, who okay. said, hey, Ohio State's <laughs> going to win because they're in the championship. Why wouldn't they win? And I didn't realize what I was saying. So there you I'll go. never forget back in the day, Skip 11, 11-year-old. Skip Bayless <laughs> went on the radio, and Skip said that Ohio State should turn down the bid for the national championship because it would set back the program so far. Wow. I'll never forget that one. He also yeah. said that uh, that's his coldest take. take. Over Josh Allen. Isn't that crazy? I remember <laughs> like it was yesterday because I was listening. I'm like, this cannot be real. And that was like before, you know, talking heads really became talking heads. And you really understood kind of the game with some of these guys. And I was sitting there going, how can he honestly think that? And it really just bothered me when it happened. First thing I wanted to do was listen to Skip Bayless, which is, of course, part of the game. But yeah. Yeah. What, what, what else? What was the other cold take, Gav? Oh, I think I saw a tweet that it was a freezing cold take that was exposed from 2020. And Skip had said, I don't know the whole context, but he was basically really going to bat over for Baker and saying he's a way better pick than Josh Allen. And he'll do oh, yeah. all day long well, or whatever. He said Manziel would be known better in Cleveland than what LeBron James would at some point. <laughs> all right. All right. Now I have some receipts too now. We <laughs> so do, we, don't we all though? <laughs> Johnny Manziel, I might've been high on him at one point. I, I might've thought that Baker was the right pick at number one and AJ McCarron was going to start over Josh Allen in Buffalo. So, you know, you never, yeah. never say never here. I'm three-time customer of the month with freezing cold takes. So I, yeah. I feel you on that one. <laughs> so, so did the committee get it right on those top? Oh, four yeah, teams? there we go. I dodged that. And so yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, do I really need to see Bama again? No, I'm okay. I mean, oh, Michigan was obviously getting in. TCU, I think Michigan's going to beat them, but we'll see. And, and and then obviously Georgia, there was no debate. So I don't really have you know much beef with it. I, I, I will say this. I very much enjoyed last year at this time. Than, than I, you know, this oh, year yeah, being a University of Cincinnati alum. I'm not going to oh, lie. This, cool. uh, this whole selection process and uh, this year is much much worse for me considering the coaching search that uh, that was going on during it. So does Ohio State have a chance at all, do you think? Sure, right? They, they do. I, you know, I, I think anytime you have a quarterback at that level who's probably going to be what? The second pick? The first pick? Yep. Right. You, you, you have a really good shot. And obviously they have a loaded roster as well. Just Georgia is should be the favorite. favorite. What was it, like an eight-point line? I think so. That, that it opened as something like that. I I guessed because I was asked on the spot. I was doing some radio at the time, and I, I thought it would be like ten or eleven. Yeah. So, you know, but do they have a shot? I, I bet it will before kickoff. <laughs> it depends on if betting in Ohio gets opened up before kickoff. Yes, uh, we need overtime, James. That would change. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Right. It's January one. Well, no, it's up. It's until, New Year's it's, Eve. It's New Year's Eve. Oh, it is New Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. So only if it goes into overtime, then you can bet it on the spot. Overtime. <laughs> 
That will be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> See, they should just do it a day earlier. What are we doing? That's right. What I said. I, I've yeah. already reached out to the governor. You'll be happy to know. And uh, <laughs> on Twitter. And I'm sure he's he's already taken it into consideration. All this to bet on Georgia. It's just wild. For me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. Um, all right. Let's let's wrap up for in full circle back to Browns Bengals. If you had to give a prediction, I think the line was at like five and a half or six or so. What what are your what are your your just gut feeling for this game? Oh man, a prediction. I didn't even know the betting line yet. I'm still I yeah, let, here, hold on. Let me pull it up. It is okay. I haven't even just to check the tape, I think. Yeah, it's check. moving up. So now we are getting six. It started at five. We're getting six now. Oh, they're Man. moving away from us. They saw that Deshaun Watson stink. It's still <laughs> hovering. And the well, over-under go, is going down as well. <laughs> it, it's it's early, right? It's, yeah. it's early in the week. It's tough. You know, it's just – I haven't even been in the locker room yet. The players had the day off, so you don't get to really recalibrate and, and all of that. But, one, Deshaun Watson's going to play better this week. That's just a given. There's no way he's going to be that bad again. Statistically impossible otherwise. Yeah, I just <laughs> – I think that's the first thing. Two, if I'm the Bengals, I would treat the Browns like the Titans a couple of weeks ago when they shut down Derrick Henry. They held him to, to 38 yeah. yards and say, all right, someone else beat us. And I think if I'm Kevin Stefanski, what I would do is I would try to swing swing the ball to Kareem Hunt. I saw a little bit of that early yesterday, and uh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's how you'll get Watson in a rhythm. And it just that, – that was it. I looked at the end. I looked at the box where he had two receptions. So – that is what I would try to do early on. And then obviously you got Amari Cooper, try to test the secondary without Chidobe Awuzier and, and, and go that route. I think it's going to be a pretty good game just because of the matchup, because of one, how the Browns have played the Bengals. But you got to give the Bengals the edge, the way they're playing. Jamar Chase is back. The offensive line is playing as, as well as they've played literally since 2015. It's been more than half of the Hugh Jackson was the Bengals offensive coordinator the last time this offensive line was playing this way. <laughs> Just to give you some context that, you know, uh, Clevelanders can relate to. And so, yeah, that offensive line might have gotten Hugh the Cleveland job. So blame them for that. But this offensive line has appeared to uh, turn a corner and has played pretty well. So I'll probably take the Bengals this week. Not sure on a score. That six-point line, that's a lot. Yeah. But uh, also Joe Burrow and these Bengals, they, they can put up points fast. So it's, uh, it's border. That's a tough one. Yeah, if we get into a shootout, I think we might be in some trouble. <laughs> a shootout. But, but we shall see. James, we greatly appreciate the time. Uh, I know there's a lot of Cleveland fans who want to tune into your podcast and all of your publications when you're writing about the Bengals and uh, what how they failed against the Browns. Where can everyone find all of that good stuff? <laughs> Allbengals.com, uh, Cincinnati Bengals Talk on YouTube, and the Locked on Bengals podcast. You are the man, sir. Uh, next time you're in Cleveland, make sure you text us. Sounds good. We'll yeah, do. Keep up the hey, good work, I, I need a Labat soon, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we got to send you. Some you don't, don't you think we should start sending like one Labat to guests, <laughs> one single can in the mail? No, no, no. I, I'll just, just you know, throw it to me when, when I'm up in Cleveland. That's all. You don't even. Have, I'll save you the postage. Oh, Very look at that! Right what a gentleman! It'll be like I got iced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a Labat. I like that. Yeah. That'll be a new trend. You the man, James. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Appreciate it. Round of applause for James Rapide. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Let's move on. I love James. I miss him in Cleveland. He was great.
Super nice guy and really good at what he does. That's right. <clears throat> That's right. Um, all right. I think it is time to move on to some big play bets. Let's get it going. Oh, we don't have a graphic for that. <laughs> I looked over at Nick and I was I like, graphic oh, yet? we don't have a graphic dun, for that dun, yet. Dun, dun, dun. I'll just make a sound for you. All right. Give it a sec to cut that out of any show promo clips. And all right, here we go. <laughs> Typico Sportsbook, the exclusive sportsbook of Big Play. Get ready for January 1st with a free $150 loaded into the Typico Sportsbook app. All you have to do is download the app. Using the link in our show clips or our Twitter bios, make a deposit, and you are ready to crush some parlays with us on January 1st. Go get that free money. We're going to have custom bets. You've seen some of my wild parlays with the Browns. We're going to make some custom ones you can only find on Typico. Go download it, and we will get it rocking. Okay, Browns, Bengals, we referenced this with James, over under 47. I believe it opened at 48. Eight. And Gab, by the way, yeah. when we were doing the Bernie Kosar show earlier today, the Bengals had a 68% chance of winning. Now it is 69. It is going up. Hmm. All right. Over under, Gab, what do you think? 47 points. That's a toughie. Oh, well, not really. I think I think it could go over. <clears throat> I'm going to agree with Gab. Okay. I, I think. I think watching the Bengals and especially watching them versus Kansas City, when they get it cooking, they're pretty darn good. So they're going to score a lot of points. And I think we're going to score a little bit more offensively than zero. Yeah. Uh, I think Watson's <laughs> going to get it going a little bit. So I think the combination of Cincinnati rolling, us getting it rolling a little bit is going to be enough to push the over. Yeah, I mean, we're averaging 24 points. I know the, the special teams and the defense helped out with that, but Chris, you're right. There's there's no way we're scoreless against the Bengals, especially if we get into one of those shootout-type games. Helped out with it. Yeah, they did all the work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bengals give up 21 points a game. That's, that's actually not horrible. Um, Cleveland defense has only allowed 17 and 14 the last two weeks, so I'm not making a great case for the over – but last matchup had 45 total points, 32-13 Browns. That feels like a decade ago. Wow. I'm going to go over two, and I have a, I just have a weird feeling we're going to get a shootout. And Deshaun's going to remember how to throw it. Yeah. He's going to get his footwork done. He listened to Bernie Kosar today on the mm-hmm. show. Right. Get the footwork done. Because he, he, he did make a couple decent passes that, that hit receivers. So I think he can build on that, listen to Bernie, and we get ourselves a shootout. I'm I'm going over as well. He made a couple of decent passes to hit receivers. I've... That is fantastic, Dave. <laughs> I really, I really so talked myself into now. that, huh? I'm wow. talking myself into it too. I think that he's going to rise to the occasion because he saw how Jacoby beat the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, yeah, he got that like he finally got that out of his system. The, all the anxiety and the, so. and the buildup yeah. of getting out there. Plus, it was the Texans, his old team. And so I... I, I, I think we talked about this a little bit. Like, thinking. did you see him, like, he, did, he was smiling a ton, kind of laughing to himself a bit. Like, you could tell he was super, super Just, nervous and yeah, anxious for that his, game. Be, his behavior, it was showing he was definitely, yeah, something, nerves, uncomfortable, whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is a little different, and I feel like now it's going to be focus time, and he'll rise to the occasion. All right, we got a consensus over. Dollar Dog Nick, are you sticking with us? I am. I was thinking the nice. same thing. I 
for whatever reason that we have their number, we we can score. Baker beat them. <laughs> Brissett beat them. <laughs> Who didn't Baker sit out the last game last season against them? Or am I miss? Am I mixing up teams? That was. Um, yeah, didn't uh, Case Keenum beat him? So Keenum beat him. Yeah. I mean, everyone's beating him for the Browns, so why can't Deshaun? Dave, your man, Case Keenum. I know, I when miss Case Keenum. You're able to crowbar him back into the show. Although I will say, if I had to pick between Brissett and Case Keenum, I would absolutely pick Jacoby Brissett. Absolutely. So sorry to Case Hot Keenum. <laughs> yeah. That guy's going to be a legend in this town now. Just for a He is, games. man. He really is. The, the yeah. city loves okay. that dude. And rightfully so. I yeah. mean, he knew that he knew the score coming in, and he did his job admirably. And both behind the mic afterwards, answering all the questions, and then on the field. And he was just the perfect guy for that role. And uh, yeah, we're lucky to have him for those games. Yeah. Um, all right, let's keep going. Over under. Oh God, one and a half. <laughs> one and a half drops or fumbles for Anthony Schwartz. Under. Isn't he in concussion protocol? Ooh. Is he? I believe so. I thought I saw a tweet about that today. Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz. This is something we should actually know off the top of our heads, probably. I, was, I will say. It was today, I thought I he's saw. He's being it. evaluated. I didn't think he uh, was out. He ain't playing. I'll bet he's out. You think he's out? You know the way. Yeah. Yeah, Both. there hasn't because, been any news yet. And his think. history in the past. I, I'll bet he's he's not playing. That's a good call there, Gab. Free money for uh, Gab. Yes. Wow, look at that. Go Italy. Go Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Last week's show viewers <laughs> will get that reference. Um, all right. Any any other bets for the Cleveland Browns? Here, I'm gonna pull up the typical. How, how about here. Do, do we have a bet for Miles Garrett sacks? We just talked about how Miles Garrett is going to have an impact on this game. I'd be interested to see what the line is on sacks. Mm. Yeah, so you know what? So because we do know. the show here on Monday, the the player prop bets are going to come out tomorrow. Let's try to guess some of these. So, Miles Garrett, Chris, if you had to set the over under for sacks for Miles, what would it be? It's going to be a half a sack. Is what I would say. So you, you force people, do you think he's going to get a sack? And I think that would I don't think it's going to be much more than that. Would you? If you go go to a sack and a half, I mean, you're either going to be at a half a sack or a sack and a half, right? The odds would have to, yeah. So that's the that's the one thing if you're betting sacks because you can get half a sack. Well, this is true. This is true. That is a good point. I had forgotten about that, but I still think you're probably going. Yeah. If I had, if we were guessing the line, I would say it would definitely be a half. Now, 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 would you take the over or the under? But didn't he get two against the Bengals last time? I think so. Okay. Well, yeah, that's where maybe maybe one, you know, that, yeah, that yeah. piece of information about the half sack. That's a good point, Dave. So you could have a full sack as the line. <laughs> you probably and we're 12. <laughs> what, what did I say? Dave? Nothing, we're nothing children, at all. Nothing. We've had a long day. Um, <laughs> all right, all right I'm, I'm sending it at a half. Chris, are you taking over or under? I take over at a half, yes. All right, I'm taking over as well. Gab, over. We think Miles gets a sack in this game. <laughs> All right, we're moving on from Gab. We are going to go to Nick Chubb. I'm going to guess this one, and then Gab, I'm going to give you a player to we guess. Nick from Chubb. Sack to Chubb. Okay. I, oh boy, I am going to go. Watson's next. Nine, <laughs> Ninety-six and a half yards oh, for Nick Chubb. He's due. Over. 
Over. He's he's always run bulldozed over the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. Chris, can we get a unanimous over? No, I'm going to go under. Really? Why? We're going to try and throw the ball. (laughs) Okay. I think think they're going to try and show that they can do that. So you're with me on the shootout. I guess I am. I'm kind of backing into a shootout here. Because you went over. Well, I know. I definitely did. So we're going to need points, and they're not going to come from Nick Chubb, so they're going to have to have Deshaun Watson have a big day. Very interesting. I might go under hey, on I'm that. I'm the same guy who said he would suck last week. And yeah, now was, I'm, I'm very confused by your takes, week. but go for it. Yeah, this this week, the emergence of Deshaun Watson. Watch it. They seem to try to get Hunt more involved with Deshaun, too. I don't know if it's something with him. Yeah. Like like uh, Rapine said, how they maybe swing him out and get him a little a couple easy pitches and stuff like that. So maybe they don't go to Chubb as much. We, we shall see. Playing? Have we heard anything on Njoku for this week? We don't have it confirmed. I do not believe this early in the week. So nothing on Njoku yet. We really need him out there. He's one of the best tight ends in the entire NFL. I think that would really loosen up the middle for Deshaun Watson, and then he can go to the sides. I think think that could be a real big cog in this thing, and we'll we'll watch for that this week, see if Njoku is going to be available. All right, so I think we all thought Watson over 240 yards – in his debut, we were wrong. If I set it this game at 200 and I'm going to guess it's going to be like two, 230 this week. Would you go over or under on that? God, for consistency's sake, I got to say over, but uh, <laughs> we're going to have a shootout, but he's going to have 100 yards. I was, if I was betting my soft-earned dollars, I would probably go under, to be honest with you. Yeah, what was it, 121 last or yesterday? It was bad. It I was don't know. Really, I'm not confident to bad. make that kind of a jump. I'm, I would probably go under as well. All right, yeah. and gut feeling, Browns to win. If you took the money line, do you think the Browns are going to win this game? I feel no. like we've had a nice run no, gonna- against the Bengals. You think it's over? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to be positive, obviously, though. But they Dave, looked real good after against that the offense. Chiefs, that's going to be really we tough. Looked really not awesome against the Texans. So it's like the Bengals are riding this high off of beating like one of the best, one of the best teams in the NFL. We're going to we, need an average to above average Deshaun Watson if yeah, we have a he's chance. Really got to step up for us to have a chance. Yep. You're right. And we're going to need the Bengals to treat this, you know, kind of as a letdown game after they have that big emotional win over Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You have Joe Burrow at the top of the world, and then maybe they look past us. But with our history with them, I don't think there's any chance that's, that's going to happen. Joe Burrow is motivated to beat us. Yeah. So everything is saying the Browns are going to lose this ball game, And I don't think I can, I can justify going the opposite direction on this one. I think the Bengals get us. Uh, I, I would love to see a breakout game out of Deshaun Watson. I would love to see us make some progression, obviously offensively, but I think at the end of the day, I, I just think the Bengals are going to be too much to overcome, and you got Joe Burrow just so motivated in that whole Bengals team. Do you think the defense is coming into form, or is it just because we played Houston? No, I think the Texans are just so, so awful. I agree. Well, maybe yeah. they got him. But do you know well, what I think is coming into form? Cade York, he... Had elevation on his ball, the angle. Someone talked to him about geometry. It looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I think he can. I think he can build on that. Over yeah, under, one and a half field goals made, Chris. I'm going to go over. 
I'm going to go over on that one. Come on, Cade. Yeah. Let's go. With no misses. Knock on wood. Cade York game. Yeah, we love Cade around here. I know he's he's had a rough season at times, but I still love Cade. All right, one one more player prop that we guess. If you had to pick one of the wide receivers, who would you go with to get over 60 yards? Uh, you go in DPJ or you go in Cooper. One of them's going to have a big game if we're having a shootout. You know, I'd like to see I'd like to see Cooper, so I'm going to I'm going to go I for agree. Cooper. You know, he still he still had that big drop last week and i know he had the big catch to make up he won us the game yeah and he won us the game and everything else i know that but i you know as a competitor i know that probably digs at him a little bit and he's just so fundamentally good this is a big game i'd like to see him show up all right score predictions gab we have anything on here on turnovers because that's one thing that Mm -hmm. really you know you talk about what the defense do well we got some takeaways and we've talked about it on this show. When you're a team like the Cleveland Browns, you've got to win at the margin. And one of those things is takeaways. And we were able to get a couple of big takeaways and scores off of those takeaways. And otherwise, we would have been in deep trouble against a very bad team. So this Browns team, if they're going to do anything against the Bengals, we're going to have to create those turnovers. So I don't know what that number would be, but we're going to need and I'm going to pray for the over to give us any chance. I would say from a turnover perspective, we have been very bad in that department this year. So I'll set the over under at half a turnover. Let's go. Let's go. Give me the over. All right. We got a lot of overs to do this week. (laughs) After all the slop we've seen the last two weeks in wins, maybe we'll actually see a well-played ball game. Hmm. Hopefully a win again, but that's right. Maybe hmm. 31-24 Bengals. Okay. So we hit the over at least. Mm-hmm. So, Gab, we'll, we'll go over all of this because I know you wanted to get more into betting. Mm-hmm. Emotional hedge betting where you just bet against the Browns. Oh, okay. So then at least you win money if they lose. Yeah, that's what I would like to do is win money. <laughs> so January 1st. <laughs> yes. Chris, score prediction? Oh, what would you say? 31-24? That sounds that sounds pretty pretty reasonable to me. Um, I'll give us an extra Cade York. Uh, give me thirty one twenty seven. That's why I did the twenty four. All right, I'll be the show idiot. I'm going Browns. I'm going shootout for some reason. He's getting his footing back. I'm going to go forty two thirty five Cleveland Browns. Wow. Doing yeoman's work over there. Pulling for the Browns and putting your money where your mouth is at. Way to go, Dave. That's right, Dollar Dog. I'm going to go Browns, too. I, I, I'm with you, Dave. All right. I, I don't know. You what, sound real confident. Well, I too. don't know what direction to go. I don't know why, there, but I'm not going. I don't know what I'm doing. There's no reason besides the fact that they just they have their number. And the other one, I know they're not going to overlook the Browns anymore, but there has to be some emotional letdown, after, like a comeback yeah. down after beating the Chiefs in that game. Yep. I know they're going to be up for it, but I'm going to say Browns. I feel like it's always a weird game with the Bengals. I'll say it Browns 29-26. Yes. Just a weird Ooh. score, weird everything. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Love it. All right. I say we call it a show. What do yeah. you say? Good show. No Cavs? We didn't talk any Cavs. Yeah, that's uh, – <laughs> hmm. we'll have to talk to our show no. writer about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had a loss in Madison Square Garden yesterday. I thought we were going to come back yeah. in that ball game. I don't know if you watched that, but 
You know, I you did. can never count this team out. Even when it looked really ugly at the beginning of that game when we were down by like 15 to 20 points, we slowly chipped our way back into that thing and chipped away at that lead. And I thought we were going to do it at the end, Dave, but we just didn't. Tomorrow, I'm going to be there. We've got Are you going? A, nice. we got a guy by the name of LeBron James coming to town in the Lakers oh in our house. This should be a fun one. I, I am eager to see this team once again. We've already played the Lakers once this year. It'd be fun to see them play against LeBron once again in our house. Bunch of young guys, you know they're going to be geeked up for this one. And oh, yeah. This is this is our time to, to kind of shine a little bit, show them what we got, uh, get Donovan Mitchell rolling there. I, I don't know what the update is right now on Allen. Uh, it would be really nice to get him back in the inside. But, um, yeah, and this will be fun tomorrow. I will say, Chris, me and Jack went to the game against the 76ers when we blew them out, and Mobley has is, is been a pretty good fill-in for, for Allen. He he owned Embiid down in the paint, so he's got that length. So, But you're right, we, we obviously miss Jared Allen. It's a different feel. It's different, it? yeah. When you have Jared Allen in the middle, he just adds some muscle in there. He just adds a little bit more of an attitude. I mean, I love Mobley, obviously, but Mobley doesn't bring that same kind of intensity, I don't think. He's he's more of a finesse player, even at his size, uh, which I don't mean that as a rip at all. I, I think yeah. Jared Allen's just a little grittier, and that's his role on this team. And that's what's so nice, is you've got different personalities on this team that seem to work together so well. And uh, when you miss one like Jared Allen, that's going to be tough. Now, fortunately, it's December, right? It's early in the season. We got a lot of time to gel and to come together. But the Cavs team continues to be fun to watch. So we will be monitoring that here in the next couple of months. And as the the Browns tail off, we'll see the Cavs kind of come up. So that's right. Bring us through that winter, Dave. Super duper fun. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Play Reflog Show. Go drink some Labatt. Go get $150 for free January 1st. Download the Tipico app, make a deposit, use that show link, uh, get you all ready for overtime, New Year's Eve, Georgia (laughs) OSU. And go check out ShackNews.com. Go subscribe to their Twitch channel, uh, the best in the business for video games. We will see you next Monday night at 9 p.m. Go Browns, hopefully. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, The Big Play, Reflog!